yo, 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 what's happening? We are back again. It is the Grown Man Niche Podcast. I'm Mike, Mike J. So tired, fresh in the building. What's happening, y'all? What's good? Man, well, let me let me apologize to the listeners. No, no, our peoples, man, our friends, our family. I consider y'all family. Man, we've been busy as hell, working like Hebrews, man. Uh, the the Cacazoids, they got they got the foot on Mike J's neck when it come down to the professional workplace, that and being a basketball dad and all this other type of stuff. So your boy been 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 burnt out and tired, man. So I had me on to get get to this, man. So I do want to you know send out a severe you know sincere apologies to our to our peoples, man. Because we've been wanting to do it, just been busy. What's what's been going on yeah. with you, Bota? Yeah, man, about the, about the same, man. I, I I know that I texted Mike J quite a few times, like, bro, we need to get this episode popping. We need to get it going. And just schedules and times. And like Mike J said, man, being, being sports dads and all that type of stuff, man, coaching, it's it's, it's taxing. But, you know, we back at it. We're trying to get y'all some, some good content. And we're going to try to uh, challenge ourselves to do better, to, to carve out just standing times and, and, and making sure that we get y'all the content. Because like I said, man, everybody's been hitting us up. A lot of folks been hitting us up. So uh, you're welcome. We give you yeah. we give you the episode this afternoon. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey man, so let me so let me ask you this, man. I know we I want I was curious about this dog. Have you seen Joker? I have not seen Joker. Uh I, I wanna try to go see it this upcoming Sunday since the Colts were on a bye week. I was gonna try to check it out. Have you seen it? No, no, no. But you know, I'm not even like the big like like movie like uh, you know, what's that movie buff unless my woman wanna go see it. But I heard it was pretty good, man. I want I wanna check it out, man. I like the darker type movies of, of comic book type right. stuff, so yeah, I do want yeah. to see Joker's. I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about it, man. And that's exactly what people are saying. Like, don't don't go into it expecting like a traditional like Joker movie or a comic Joker or something like that. Like, it's definitely dark, a darker side of him and, and kind of tells a lot of the story, the way he is, and that sort of thing. But a lot of people say that it touches on a lot of real life um issues, you know, just things in the family, um, how how children are treated and how things can affect the child and going into their adulthood. So I definitely want to check it out from, from that perspective. And, and, and you know, just, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to a good movie. I'll say that. All right, man. So let's just jump into some, Hey man, I, I feel like we got to give some shout outs, man, to some, uh, some brothers, man. First, we gotta give a shout out to that boy, Tyler Perry, man. 200. Oh, is, that, is it 250 acres he has or 330? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I was going to say, I thought it was like 300 or something. Yeah, 330 acres for his movie studio. The man got like 12 sound stages, got his own White House set on, on his property, man, so he can do all that stuff. And other people, if they want to do those type of series can come down to Tyler Perry. He is, he is, you know, I gotta give that dude all the props, you know. I know hey, a lot yeah, of people man. talk bad about his movies. I ain't gonna lie. I've seen a lot of the Medea movies, I remember watching them over my grandma's house when they had the plays on VHS and DVDs and all that stuff, man. But, you know, seeing that hey, brother, man. man, that is like the epitome of black excellence of all the stuff he's doing, the jobs he's creating and all the type of stuff, man. So shout out. I was going to say the same thing, man. Just just look for look for where that brother has gone. You know what I'm saying? He's gone from, you know, as, as people say, the chitlin circuit, you know what I mean? Doing, doing plays and writing, things like that to kind of the mainstream play circuit or whatnot and to, and to this, you know what I mean? Like just, just major blessings, major kudos for what their brother's doing, you know, showing some good representation, you know what I mean? Letting, letting folks know those, those type of creatives, you know, whether you're a writer or music or, or whatever, like just, just look what can happen when you follow your passion and put you all into it. So definitely big shout out to Tyler Perry. Yeah, no I, might have, I might I might have to go watch Medea's uh, Boo movie. 
support. Hey, man, my kid, she loves that movie, man. And also, man, so shout out to them. And also, man, and you know, one thing, one thing, I've been, we've been, we actually have shirts, and I'm not trying to tell anything, but we have a shirt that's make your passion your business. And like Tyler Perry, like you know, he just, you know, emphasizes that coming from sleeping in the car. So. Definitely, right, man. Right. Major, major shout out. It gave me more of the motivation as I'm on this creative, you know, string of things that we want to do. But hey, also, man, on the political thing, before we get to Trumpito, man, I got to give a shout out to that boy, uh, Stephen Reed. So if you don't know, Stephen Reed is the first black mayor in the city of Montgomery, Alabama. So this, uh, that was like a Confederate stronghold during the Civil War. And we all know the history of civil rights in Alabama. And his brother, you know, he said, but he is now the mayor of Alabama. So that is like awesome to see your brother go from, go from what we've seen in that, in that state all these years since, you know, before yep. slavery and after slavery, the civil rights movement to this. So, that you know, right. especially shout out to the him, the voters in Montgomery for, for making that happen, man. So that's definitely some black excellence. Heck yeah, it's yeah, beyond man. black I, excellence. Really. And I want to, I want to keep, I want to keep it flowing, man. I want to give a, a shout out to to that girl. She's a bad mama jamma black girl. Excellence, Simone Biles, out mm. there killing it. I don't care what nobody say, and, and people, everybody's saying it, but there's, you know, there's always skeptics. But man, best gymnast I have ever seen, best gymnast ever to have ever done it. I mean, she's she's literally creating, you know, Biles moves. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they're just calling it the Biles, the Biles one, the Biles two, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? She absolutely killed it, man. I, excuse me, I caught some of her performances um, and, and routines, um, just kind of going back and watching it, you know, uh, on that uh, that, uh, that Olympic channel or whatnot. You know how they do have the uh, NBC Olympic channel or whatever. I was watching that, man. They had all of her stuff from just this world championships that she just done. And I didn't even realize that she still has apparatus routines to compete in. So she could, she stands a chance to get four more golds yeah, well, before, has, before the week out. Man. Well, she has 22, the 22 gold medals. 22, yeah, man. So she's only 22 years old. I mean, we all know Simone, well, we may not all know, but I know the sister, she was raised by her grandparents. And even now going to the personal thing with her brother being accused of what he's accused of, being able to just focus. And, you know, then the fact, not even talking about that, those hat, those acts that happened to her and those other gymnasts by, and they were being sexually molested and all that type of stuff, man. But you see that, you see her like not stopping. And like, when we talk about the greatest athletes of all time, you're going to look to Simone Biles as one is one of the greatest athletes of all time. And this Absolutely. is man or woman, anything like that. This is based off accomplishments. So. Bro, man, I, I mean, not even off, I mean, the accomplishments too, but just the work that she puts in to perfect her craft, taking care of her body, like Mike J said, despite all of the mess that has gone on, you know what I mean? But, man, you know, I, I definitely tip my hat to her because she is out there just showing out. And it, it, I don't care who it is, man. She, she, you could tell that she's literally in competition with herself. She can care less what anybody else is doing or talking about or saying or whatever. She's out there just to go ahead and do her thing, man. So definitely a big shout-out to her. Black excellence and, you know, what do you call it? Black girl magic, all of that stuff, yeah. man. She deserves. She deserves every single bit of it, man. All right, man. So we're going from the. We went to the high of the highs, the pinnacle from black from black girl magic, black excellence, black achievement, to the orange Cheeto McRib face, motherfucker. And that would be, and that would be y'all president, because you know some of y'all voted for him, Donald J. Trump. It's been an interesting week for him this week, man. So, uh, hey, man, so I was, uh, I was, you know, around around the streets of Naptown today just perusing the Twitter. So, you know, Trumpito was at a campaign rally. Yo, he was killing Biden's son. Talking about he, 
he wasn't. He basically said, you, you got a billion, what you get a, a, a 1.5 billion for, you you were trash, just now. He's going in. And then he went on on Biden. And he said, I quote, Biden was on, he said he was a bad senator. He was a bad something else. And he said, I, I quote, only a good vice president because he kissed Obama's ass. This is y'all president at a campaign stop. Right. Uh, while we were on hiatus, he called people schmucks. He cursed at another thing. Was is he is he unraveling dog or is he already unraveling and just just like trying to like keep it together? I mean, so there's two, for me there's two things. One, it's it's deplorable. It's appalling that this individual represents us as the United States. Like people see him and that's the United States. Like it's it's just sickening. Uh, the the other part of that is too, for me is like there are so many other things going on out here that really need our attention. That and he's out here talking about Joe Biden kissing Barack Obama's ass. Like, okay, I know you might be in your feelings, you know, about the whole impeachment thing, and you got a stance to make. I, I get all that, but bruh, like the sheer amount of energy that he spends on this childish type of stuff. Like my son, my son was, you know, does this type of stuff on the playground. You know, oh, you're this or you're that, your mom this or, you know what I mean? Like going back oh, and forth oh, with kids. Oh, oh, oh. You know so like, is, 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 is it is it three or Evan? Because I want to hear what he's saying. Because Uncle Mike needed to might be able to hang no. out with some zingers. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I was just, I was just saying just from a, from a standpoint of being adolescent type stuff. You know what I mean? We've got this 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 dude needs to be you know impeached I, I i get it like i don't want him in office i don't know if i'm ready for mike pence to take over you know if he is but i just it just is disheartening for me just to see this dude out here acting like that when there's so many other things that we need to take care of as a nation and i guess the last part for me is i really do think that he's just out here like fuck it they're going to impeach me anyway i'm about to just go out here and go wild out i'm gonna say what i want he's been doing that but i think he's just at that point now like yeah whatever i'm just gonna go ahead and wild out do it do my thing yeah, man. So next, you know, so I guess I don't know if it was the same campaign rally. It was a different one. He was in Minnesota. He came out the Purple Rain. And, you know, you know, Prince, when he was alive, he wasn't about you touching his music. So today I seen they sent his, his campaign a letter, uh, a cease and desist, which is one of many cease and desist from, uh, from popular artists that don't want his music played at their campaign. So. Uh, shout out to the Prince of State for getting getting him up out of there and not playing play, play, allow him to play his music so he can go back to listen to uh, Kid Rock and all that bullshit because you know Kid Rock is MAGA to the core but you know everybody don't know that Kid Rock grew up as a rich kid so all that poor white trash he tried to personal who put on to sell music he actually grew up a rich kid so it's very interesting <laughs> and lastly Man, I just seen this earlier. So he was in order to turn over his tax tax documents to, to the House of Representatives. So we might now see. I bet you, dude, was out here cheating on his taxes. If you wear a bad suit and wear a suit that's like six sizes too big and wear a bad toupee, cheating on your taxes is, is like you know that goes right along with the schmuck look he has. What you think? Oh yeah, I I, I definitely think that there's <laughs> there's there's going to be some shady work found. Uh, in his taxes and, and just about probably anything else that he this, this guy does. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if something came to light about it. It's the, the fact is going to be what's going to be done about it. Probably nothing. So we're either going to ride it out, they're going to get him out of office, or they're going to get him out of office a few months early. I, it just is what it is, man. You sound you sound defeated, brother. You sound like this. You sound like the mayo has you know. Are you just are you just kind of like over it? Yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't think I'm defeated. I'm just over it. Like I'm, I'm yeah. tired of the, of the nonsense. Like him talking about Biden kissing or kissing Obama's ass, 
him trying to go in and talk about other people and, and just, just I'm tired of just the dumb shit. Like Mike J, you know, I got I got a small tolerance for ignorance and he's just full of it. And I, I'm just I'm just over this dude. I'm tired of talking about him. I'm tired. I didn't block so many like f- so many daggone mechanisms from him on different social media platforms. And somehow, some way, I still am receiving things that he said or has done. I'm like, damn, like I can't escape this dude. Like I, I'm just I'm just tired of it. I'm I'm tired of him and all the mess that he brings. All right. Hey, so man, let's so speaking of mess, I've I've had a I've had an interesting last couple of weeks and I want to sum it up in the extra mail. I haven't told anybody this, man. So can I get a few minutes a few minutes at the pulpit to uh, yeah, preach sure. my extra mail? Yes, sir. All right. So first, I went to Hog Rolls. Very nice, very nice event. You know. You know, there was a few of us and I say us black people in the room. So one of the other person who's not been not touched by the mel- by, by the melanin. Goes and gets some macaroni and cheese. Now, Bowtie, can I, can I, can you guess where this macaroni and cheese came from? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm probably say something either, either like a Walmart or like a Costco. No, this <laughs> mug, this mug came from the Crock-Pot. Oh, <laughs> Crock-Pot mac and cheese. Crock-Pot mac and cheese. All right. Oh, I didn't somebody, get it. Somebody's a social path. Who puts mac and cheese in a Crock-Pot? Oh, one of my employees tried to say, give me some macaroni and cheese with sliver slivers of ham and uh, and red pepper in a crock pot. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I digress. So they go in there, and I'm just kind of he's like looking at us. Cause we're all sitting there talking, and he's kind of like looking at us, and he puts the ketchup on the macaroni and cheese. Ketchup. Ketchup, bro. Oh, these I'm just, wild. <laughs> hey, so I kind of look around it and like everybody's looking at me because I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of like my eyes is like going around in circles. I feel like I'm getting a sweat to myself. I'm like, you doing macaroni and cheese this way? And I like macaroni and cheese, but it ain't like my go-to. I got I got a bad stomach, so all that dairy and stuff will hurt me. I ain't that ain't like I ain't like the macaroni and cheese every day type dude. But I do like it, right? So he puts the ketchup on there. So we're just looking at him, and he's like, "What?" And we was like, "Oh, I think somebody else said something." And somebody else, he was like, dude, was like, hey, why don't you get some macaroni and cheese? She was like, no, nah, I like baked macaroni and cheese. He said, there's a difference. Only macaroni and cheese I know is macaroni out of box. <laughs> so somebody wow. else, they were very nice. They're white. They were like, they was like, excuse him. He's white. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So that's that's one part of the mayo. That's like one. You would think like that's enough mayo, right? Mac and cheese out the box or or <laughs> <laughs> Him oh, only knowing mac and cheese out the box or the ketchup on the mac and cheese out the crock pot. Yeah. Like, son, hey man, you might you might have been in one of them get out type situations. Oh, oh was, no, no, no. get out, get out, get out was next. Get out was last Friday. That's why I couldn't do the podcast. So <laughs> I, go, I go, I have to work at this event. And for those who know me personally, I I am typically the only piece of melanin in the, in my workplace. So there was actually a few black people this time. We were doing a a, a culture fair, right? And this is like of the MAGA. This is like a MAGA county of the state. So we get there, man. They have like a little band play, and I heard a white-eyed soul version of Stevie Wonder "Superstition." <laughs> so you know, you know, "Superstition" is funky with Stevie. Next I thing I know, I know I, I'm, so next thing I know, I'm just sitting there, and next thing I know, very superstitious, for I love, uh, and the crowd was just, you know, rocking off beat and everything else, then he's like, when he tried to hit the high notes, I'm just sitting there shaking my head, and they were like, that was just great, that was great, and they just giving them a round of applause, I'm sitting there like, damn, this could be a get out moment, 
So the last couple of weeks I have been had to, I feel like the mail has been thrown at me in so many different directions. I've been fighting and, you know, fighting, you know, to try to sit back and get it off of me, man. But damn, I think they damn near threw some uh, mail and then try to get me to drink a pumpkin spice latte. That's how, <laughs> that's what I've been going through the last couple of weeks, brother. So that is Mike hey. Jason's Mayo confessional. Hey, man. So, so Bowtie Fresh had a mayo moment today. Um, on, on my way back to the on my way back to the spot, so Mike J and I can record this episode. And for for those who know us, we are non discriminatory. Anybody can get the mayo. So this anybody can get the mayo happened to be an older black, an older African American gentleman. So I go to a local little food spot. You know, if you want to try to grab me a little something, bite, bite to eat for lunch as I'm coming back to back to the spot to record. But I'm at this spot. It's a local spot, locally owned. You know, um, uh, Bowtie got, grabbed himself a little fish, catfish uh, fillets, some fries, you know, just a little lunch something. However, the, the older black gentleman that was in front of me was getting real outlandish with the, the, the I guess you could say, the employees of the establishment. Now, the employees of the establishment there were a couple of black folks in there, but also there were a couple of individuals that were not of American descent. So there was, you know, probably the English as a second language type deal. They were, you know, not Hispanic. I, I couldn't quite make it out. They may have been, you know, East Indian or something like that. Nonetheless, there was a slight communication barrier. Now, the mayo comes in. Number one, I'm all about, you know, I want my food a certain way. Everybody who knows Bowtie Fresh, I'm a picky eater. But this, this gentleman came in, number one, he said, and I quote, how fresh is the grease? That's the first thing that he asked, dude. How fresh is the grease? So the dude, like, looks at him, and he's like, we put it in this morning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, he's just, like, really caught off guard. Now, again, this is an individual whose English is probably his second language. But the, but the African-American gentleman then goes on, how fresh is the grease? Dude is like, you know, we, we, you know, we, we cleaned it this morning. We filled it up this morning, whatever. So then that dude says, so how large are your fillets, and how and how fresh is your shrimp? So the dude is so the so the guy is just like looking at him like, are you for real? Like you know whatever. So he he I guess he just answers the question. You know he's like, yeah, we got two large, two small. You know we got these different options. So the black gentleman then goes on to say, I don't want to say too much, but I'm very particular. So then he goes on, I would like I, I want my fish fried soft, but not too soft, just with a little crust on it. But I want no. to cry soft. Do you know what I mean? And he stops and looks at the guy. And he's like, do you know what I mean? And the guy was like, uh, okay. So he just wrote down. I think the dude just wrote down soft just to shut the black dude up. So then he goes on to say, I don't want my, I don't want my, fr my shrimp fried all the way through. I just want a little batter on them with a, with a light fry. It's like, okay. And he, then he goes on, please don't, please, don't, please don't put my fries in any batter. I just want them fried straight. So, like, everybody, like me, there's another chick behind me. We kind of look at each other like, man, are you kidding me right now? Because, like, if I, I think if, the, if he had been talking to one of the, the African-American individuals that was working there, I think some stuff might have popped out. Because, like, dude was just, like, real, real ignorant with it. So he was getting, like, upset because he kept looking at the dude like, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? So the guy finally gets through the whole thing, rings him up, goes to take his order. Dude comes, as I go sit down. Dude comes to sit down next to me. So, and he's like, excuse me, he turns to me and says, 
you got to give them really specific, really specific instructions. Cause I don't think that they understand how we eat our fish. Right. Right. And he's like looking at me, like trying to get me to agree. And I'm like, sure. I'm like, I just wanted some fish and fries, bro. Like it's not that big a deal. As long as it's not burnt, I'm good. So like he just continues to go on and he was like, I don't understand why they have him taking the orders anyway. I wanted to turn to him and say, man, why are you here? Like if you have so much to say about the individual or if you want your fish fries just, you know, soft, but with just a light bat or with a light crunch or whatever he said, I'm like, why did you just do it at the house? Like you going really like this is a this is an establishment. It's not like, you know, something that's specific to you or made to order. Like they are just trying to get through the lunch rush and get stuff out. So I'm like, you know what, this, this dude has got a, a whole lot of mayo in him right now. Now, again, I, res- I, I respect my elders, you know, older population, older black gentlemen. I was just sitting there just observing. But I'm like, man, there's a little bit, uh, there's a little bit of that where it's like, man, you've gone overboard. Like, you were either, it's either that you are just that picky or you was trying to trip that guy up for some reason so you got something to complain about. Yeah, that's crazy. I ain't never heard nobody saying they wanted their fish fried soft with soft. a little crust. That's what he said. Soft, but with a little crust. I don't yeah. even know. Like, I, I don't even know what that is. And I'm a fish kind of sewer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, soft with a little crust? What does that even mean? That's, that's some new shit. And I ain't, I ain't never heard of that. Soft. Yeah, bro. Soft with a little crust. Yeah. You probably been, Mike Jay's probably been to this establishment. It's, it's a fish establishment right off of, right off of uh, uh, 82nd or uh, Michigan Road. Right across from my barber shop. Mike J know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I know somebody. I I yeah. I, yeah. So I, nonetheless, y'all, the moral of the story is anybody can get the mayo. And everybody got a little so, so, I should say everybody, but a lot of people have a little mayo in them or some mayo tendencies. And that, this was a mayo tendency type uh scenario. Oh yeah, no no doubt, no doubt, man. So let's get to the Twizzler, brother. And this goes out to uh and actually that dude with the fish, he could have probably got him got the Twizzler. He was out here, he's out here wilding. But I really want to talk about that uh that guy, Dave Peterson, who's a Penn State alum. Penn State. <laughs> yeah, who wrote who wrote the letter uh, for you know about the athletes. I like to read it and I like to be able to sit back and uh and read it in uh in in, da- in David's voice, if y'all if y'all don't mind. This gets them. Just give me, just give me a second to, to 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 grab this up. All right, and we have it. Dear Jonathan, my wife and I are proud older graduates of Penn State. We follow all Penn State sports: football, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics, basketball. We love it all. <laughs> like like eating mayo on a sandwich. We love it all. I played all the sports in my younger days. Still play full court basketball today into my fifties. Love the competition, but never had the size or the talent to reach your level, even though the desire was there. <laughs> though, the athletes of, though the athletes of today are certainly superior to those in my days, we missed the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your well, awful hair. Surely there must be mirrors in the locker room! Exclamation point. Don't you have parents or a girlfriend? who've told you your shoulder-length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive, we congratulate you on your game against Pitt. But you need to remember you represent all Penn State, both current and those alumni from, from years past. We will welcome you to re- we will welcome the reappearance of dress codes for, stu- for athletes. You will be certainly playing on Sunday in the future, but we have stopped watching NFL due to disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature annex in the end zone. Players should act like they've been there before. For the glory, Dave Pearson. 
<laughs> Not for the glory. <laughs> Dave Peterson. <laughs> I forgot. You know, like I said, for the glory. <laughs> if you don't shut your non-seasoning ass food the fuck up and sit all the way on the tizzle, sit and spin, sit and spin for the glory. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> time, go ahead, take it on home. Oh, that made oh, me mad. Man. I think I'm gonna have to start ending every <laughs> my conversations with that. For the, <laughs> the glory, yeah. <laughs> that beats best. That's how oh, man. it work. <laughs> oh yeah, best. <laughs> or a good day for the glory. That's not. Oh. Like, that's not like some damn white power stuff that they say on the low for the glory. Oh man, man. I, I see it. I see a new dag on grown man. This t-shirt coming through for <laughs> the glory. <laughs> for the glory. It sounds like some shit. He'll say hell Hydra. Man, get the fuck out of here, Dave. Oh. Dave, sit your old punk ass down. Oh, he's a, he's a, surely you'll be there. On, surely we'll be seeing you playing on Sunday. Act like you've been there before. Yeah, bitch. What if hey, I haven't? Hey, Dave, <laughs> sound like a Dave, sound like a dude. He talking about how he's an alumni and representing all of Penn State. He sound like the type of cat that donated like thirty seven dollars to like yeah. <laughs> the bookstore, yeah. talking about <laughs> alumni and we need to rise up. Man, go on somewhere without that crap. Oh man, so you know I re- so I replied because you know somebody put it on like uh, one of these one of these these Twitter streets. So I simply replied like Dave Chappelle. I put the Dave Chappelle GIF on there. Goddamn, that was racist. And so far, <laughs> let's see. This tweet has been seen twenty six thousand times on the Twitter. So oh, the story, the, the, you know, the story goes: Dave for the glory, Pearson or Pearson, whatever the hell your name is. Shut the hell up. Watch the damn game in peace and eat a mayonnaise sandwich and drink some tang. Oh, that pissed me <laughs> off watching that, man. You know, you know the motherfuckers love tang. It's like, ugh. Oh. Hey, man, that's crazy, bro. All right, man. So let's let's kind of switch it up, man. It's gonna be my and damn I, email signature from now on. For the glory. For the glory. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to because we missed this because we were out, but I kind of wanted to get because this was like kind of big on Twitter. I want to kind of get your opinion on. We haven't talked about it. I know we've talked about Botham Gene. We know that you know he was murdered, and Amber Geiger got ten years. Right? We know that. I don't really want to rehash that. But yeah, I know people. Off. Black but, man guy. Black man got twenty eight years for killing a goddamn dog. Yeah. She get ten years for killing another human being. No, yeah. this stuff don't even, I'm sorry. That was, I, no, 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 But I do want to get your thoughts on forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people, you know, both from jeans, I think brother and dad said they forgive her. I think one of them said he wants to be her friend. The other said that, you know, that, you know, this, he basically forgave gave them. And then people made this huge discussion on on why black people have to be so so forgiving in these in these circumstances or forgiving in life because we've given so much to this country about being enslaved and the way we're treated etc cetera, etc cetera. i really want mm-hmm. to talk about use this to really talk about forgiveness and like you know how how do you think you would deal in this situation and then i'll answer the same thing I mean, personally, I, I would feel all of the emotions that they felt. You know, I'd feel, you know, anger. I'd feel remorse. I'd feel, you know, sadness, sickness. I, I'd feel all of that. Um, but for Bowtie as an individual, uh, forgiveness is, is key. Um, I've had to forgive individuals um, in my personal life, in my very personal life, uh, for things that have been done. Um, but for, for Bowtie, Forgiveness is something that allows me to continue or for me to progress. I cannot, uh, well, again, this is Bowtie Fresh's opinion, talking about Bowtie Fresh. I, I can't hold on or dwell on to something. That doesn't mean that I, I forget it, 
um, or try to act like it doesn't didn't happen or doesn't exist. Um, but I've got to be able to let go of that in my heart in order for me to be able to heal from it and be able to progress forward. Because for me, holding on to certain things can keep me from um, trusting again or keep me from believing again or or just keep me from having the ambition to strive to because I'm like, oh, well, you know, this happened in the past and, you know, this is, you know, similar or whatever the case may be. Like, I've got to be able to forgive people um, for things in order to be able to progress. So for, for both times, forgiveness is important. Um, now, what I have been going, going to the extent that, that the Gene family has, you know, the public displays, oh, I got I to gotta hold her hand and fix her hair and hug her and this and that, blah, blah, blah. No. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, this is a, a far maybe, maybe we could have had an embrace, you know, just say, hey, you know, hey, go about your life, go about mine, I forgive you. Um, but I definitely would not have been ready or, or able to do all the things that they have done. Um, I would, it probably would have just been a private conversation or maybe even a letter um, for me um, to her just to let her know that I've forgiven her. But ultimately, I would have, I would have to do that in my, own, in my own peace, in my own personal space for me to move forward. Similar for me. Uh, you know, I joke around a lot and people, they say I'm petty and all these type of things. I crack jokes. But as somebody who's had a close family member murdered, it took me a while to get over it. I was able to forgive, not the person, because I don't know who did it. But mm -hmm. I wasn't able, it, I feel like I was hurting myself because I was holding all that anger in. Mm -hmm. So I I do agree you have to forgive, but like similar to what Bowtie said, I'm not I don't think I'm gonna do it in a public forum. I'm damn sure I'm not a hugger as it is, so I know I'm not gonna hug you. I mean, you know, I'm probably like you said, if they reached out and sent me a letter from the pen, I'll probably write one back like, you know what, I forgive you. I mean, you know, I'm now I do want you to do some time. I, I don't yeah. think I think now for me, and this is kinda goes and we can kinda go back, ten years is not enough. No ten not years because you're probably gonna serve five. Right. I, I definitely, be, and I, I don't think I could let that go. Well, see, my thing is people have, again, there was a black man who I believe, I'm pretty sure it was like 26 years or something like that for killing a fucking dog. There's been, there's people who get life sentences for murder. There's people who get 50 years for murder. You know what I'm saying? Like for her, just because it was, uh, you know, in the public eye and she shared, you know, the white tears and all that type of stuff. 10 years is not enough time for that sort of crime. Not when we have consistently seen individuals accused of murder or, 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 you know, found guilty of murder serving such much larger, much extensive sentences. So, I mean, no, for me, I don't think that she, she received enough time. Like Mike J said, she'll probably do five. In reality, she'll probably do two because she'll have good behavior in whatever posh little prison she's in. She'll have good behavior. She'll have three years of probably, you know, house arrest, probation and all sorts. I mean, she's not going to really serve any time how, yeah. how much her life will be affected personally i don't know i'm sure she'll have to deal with whatever her demons are for the rest of her life um but do i think that she most definitely will have some sort of book deal some sort of tv deal uh you know that sort of thing when she gets out heck yeah oh, do, yes. I, do i feel personally that she potentially could even go back and working a some, some sort of a regular nine to five type job. Yeah, I think that she would. I think that she would be rehabilitated to that point. And that to me is not okay. She took a person's life. And for you just to like, ah, oh, I served two years and now I'm out. Yeah, I got to live with this stuff. But yeah, I'll be all right. But to me, that's how it feels. That's, that's the way this whole scenario played out to Bowtie Fresh. 
I think she should have definitely gotten more time. I think it should definitely have been a, a stiffer sentence for her. And she should have to serve that whatever it was in totality. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So I, was, I don't know. I just wanted to get you forgiven because I think people in my, what I saw on Twitter, and you can't, and I'm not one of those people who thinks of Twitter as like the end of the don't take it. Don't take it like that. But I am curious to see what people think about different things. And it, it became a moment to me that was hijacked of like, you know, putting everything else into it. And for me, it's just like, I'm a Christian. And forgiveness is like the key because there's things I've done in my life that I am truly not proud of. And forgiveness is something I've asked God for and I've asked other people for. So it would be hypocritical. Now, I can't say how long it would take. And I know I wouldn't do it in public. But, you know, I, I definitely see, I definitely see, you know, the, what the Gene family was doing. Man, so let's push it on to the sports, man. It's been some interesting stuff, man. So, what do you think about all this stuff in China with the NBA and uh, what's my man Daryl Morey? You know, sending out that tweet talking about support Hong Kong and then China, basically like if you don't basically acquiesce to what we want, then we we done spending money with y'all. What do you think about that? Uh, I, I just, in my opinion, I think it's a lot of individuals taking advantage of the platform on all sides. Um, NBA is going to make money. NBA is going to draw attention. It's going to draw eyes. It's going to draw a lot. Um, and I just feel like individuals in that particular situation used their their individual platforms, but the NBA platform um, to kind of push what they want. That's that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I, one thing I saw was like people like Clay Travis, and Clay Travis is like a MAGA person. He used to work for Fox Sports, talking bad about the you know NBA players and all that type of stuff. Cause they won't say anything about China, but they're quote like to quote Trump. They speak bad about the United States. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's like they're trying to like take this argument and make it like a race argument when it's not even about yeah. that. They're it's not, not even saying, yeah. yeah, it's not about that at all. Yeah, and like, and then now I'm, there has been some crazy stuff going on between Hong Kong and China. If you really dig into it, now I think Daryl Morey looked at that and thought he was going to get this little tweet off and keep it moving. He wasn't really because he deleted his tweet quickly. So mm-hmm. I would have respected him more if he'd be like, "Nah, this is how I feel." And I think the whole right. argument would have been different. But no, you didn't put that. You didn't make this how you feel. You caused a shitstorm for everybody else. And people are asking questions for you because you wasn't willing enough to be a man to stand by what you had to stand by. So I don't know, man. It's just interesting to see because China is the biggest, obviously, the market in the world. I think they have like either one fifth or one sixth of the world. So I think one sixth of the world. I was going to say one sixth. So, yeah. you know, it'll be interesting to see what type of if any conversations are had or if the NBA that says, you know, F it, let's just move to India and and maybe shift our focuses to, to the continent of Africa to try to find a different market. So that'll be definitely interesting going forward. So I don't know. I just wanted to get there. But, man, but I really want to talk about, brother, it's this Shaq and Dame rap beef, man. We've been kind of gone, man. It's been two tracks <laughs> of beef, man. What do you think? Uh. Uh, this 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 is definitely more your more your arena. I mean, I think it's all funny. Like, That's what I, I think it's all funny. That's I, think, what I think it's all I think it's all hilarious. I mean, Shaq is always always finding a way, or always seems to be able to be in the talk or conversation about just just various things that are going on. But I mean, I just I just think it's funny. I think it's just people utilizing their platform in their downtime just to. Hey, I, I I have no doubt that both individuals like, you know, rapping or like, you know, whatever it is that's going on. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think there's anything malicious behind any of it, but I just think, I think it's entertaining. It's a good form of entertainment, especially going into the NBA season. Um, this is the first time in a little while that 
I'm actually looking forward to the NBA season. So stuff like this just kind of gets me more amped up about it. Well, you're a Bulls fan, so you shouldn't be having looking forward to the season. You get you get you look forward to May for the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's why that's why you ain't got nothing to say. Mike Jay's hitting Bulls fan. Bulls fan is always coming out. Man, that's just, that's the truth. When you ain't got nothing, nothing to look forward to, of course you know that's just like a that's like a kid that got in trouble all of a sudden, looking forward to go back to school to redeem themselves. That's how you as the Bulls fan. But me, I thought this, I thought it was funny when Dane told him you buy bags every time you get horny, nigga. I cackled. <laughs> so that, it makes it sound like Shaq out here, out here tricking. It was just funny to hear Shaq rap again. Cause Shaq rap like he just came out of 1989. Oh yeah, oh, oh, you know, you know, he just had the same flow, man. It was just funny. Hopefully, it's over and done with now because I'm ready to move on to something else. But what well, did I did I did tweet where's okay. That, where's, where's that? Where's that Shaq that had that song? I'm outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a cool little groove. Yeah, so I, kind of, I remember when Shaq came, stuff came out. But I did wish that they could have something like that on the next 2K to add that to my player. Can you imagine getting into it with a teammate or whatever, somebody else in the league, I have a rap battle? That should be dope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a free, that's a free don't, 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 like, don't they have the, don't they have the, uh, what do you call it? The the my player like where you could go and play like different playgrounds and all that type of stuff. They should be like do a little halftime thing of that. Yeah, that or you rap before you get on the court like a sprite commercial. But I was gonna go, I gotta go funny man. So over our next podcast, we'll get into more of an NBA deep dive. We'll do a, like, a oh, yeah. preview of the NBA season. But I thought it was funny, man. Of course, I'm just, I'm curious. One last thing about Shaq. You know, Shaq is like the most petty individual in the world. Him and Fifty Cent. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm curious to see how far Shaq takes him. But Shaq, but Shaq will never like bow out. Yeah, I would say I could, I could see him doing something like on the uh, what is it, the the, the pregame, the the, the team inside the NBA. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I can't think of the name of it. I could see him doing something like that. You know, just mentioning it or saying something or sending a shot out that way. I don't know. Yeah. Hey man, stick, sticking with sticking with the NBA though, bro. Like I, you and I and, and a lot of the fellows in the chat have had conversations about it. Man, what what's got you really amped up about the coming season? Man? Um, first I want to see AD and LeBron. Of course, my pace was that's that's a nine, that's a that's a, always a starter. I want to see Zion. I want to see. I mean, there's so many good teams I want to see. There's so much talent in the NBA that's spread out that I'm thinking about maybe investing in the league pass this year. There's so many good teams I want to see. And then, you know, living in this, you know, you know, you get to watch basketball two or three times a week. But I like to. I love basketball. I like to watch it every day. So I'm excited, man. We'll see those young yeah. teams, man. Like even team like the Hawks, they ain't gonna do anything. But you know, I like Trey Young. He put the nutmeg on uh, JJ Redick the other day. So, yeah, I saw that. Just ready to I see that, man. I think that 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 for for me, that's one of the things that I want to see. Like the the talent level, the comp. I think the talent level is a lot more spread out than it has been in recent years. I think the competition level is going to be a lot higher. I think that this is going to be one of those seasons where like every win matters. You know what I mean? No matter who you're playing against, you know, you can't play down to your competition. If you're one of those better teams and whatnot, like I think it's going to be one of those things. Seating is going to be important for the playoffs. Like I, I just, I'm interested to see that level of competition really back. Cause like I said, the last few years, it's always just been like, Oh, it's going to be one of one of three teams, whatever team LeBron's on the Warriors and, maybe the Rockets or maybe this team. You know what I mean? So I'm interested to see and kind of excited to see, like, things spread out. Um, I definitely want to see Zion. Um, I think it was Shannon Sharp that was talking about him the other day. was like, well, I'm not impressed with him. 
You know, yeah, layup, layup, dunk, dunk, layup, layup, dunk. You know, what is there? What's the all the hype about? Whatever, whatever. And I, I look at it from the perspective of why does that make? Why does that diminish him? If he's able to get that many layups or dunks or whatever the case may be, doesn't that just make? Doesn't that just mean that he's efficient. that good player for he for, for him to be that efficient for him to get to the lane? You know, with that level of ease, he's not having to settle for jump shots or whatever. So I thought that that was kind of interesting. I, I know that people are going to try to find a knock on just about anybody or whatever, but something like that, I'm just like, eh, you know, I, I want to see, I want to see how he responds to the hype and that sort of thing. But most importantly, I really do think that there are a lot of teams out here that are going to make a push and be competitive. Um, I, I'm interested to see what Dallas looks like. I watched one of their their preseason game the other night, and they actually looked good, man. Like they were a semi, semi, seemingly complete team. But, like, they play with a certain flow. They play together. They play well. They play good. They have good off-the-ball movement. So, I mean, teams like that are going to just interest me. Like, okay, let's see what these guys are doing. Let's see what, what kind of push they can make. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I even want to see a guy like Markel Folks because I definitely think that he is uh, somebody I'm definitely looking forward to see, man. Him and, like, Ben Simmons, how they the jump shots have changed and everything else. I always like yeah. Markel Folks. I'm, I'm rooting for that brother. So, that's what I'm really excited for. We'll, we'll sit back and we'll get a – We'll get more of a deep dive into it next week, you know, as far as the NBA preview. But, man, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, we have this grown man-ish fantasy football league. And I want to kind of – Don't get mad because you're getting dusted. (laughs) Hey, man. This season has been terrible. Hey, man. So, um, right now, man, the homie uh, Dap, uh, what is his name? Tattooing on? I don't know. Is is that some type of cartoon? Tattooing. Tattooing is five five and oh. It's a Star Wars reference. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I don't speak nerd, but uh, yeah, you know, what I'm saying that's, that's I mean, it's the truth. But yeah, I, you know, that's dope, man. That he's, that he's, you know, taking advantage of it, man. And he's five and zero, oh, man. So shout out to Dap as he's getting ready to be in buy another crib, man. So shout out to that brother. And oh, we yeah, got there's more. There's more black excellence right there, man. Definitely shout out to shout out to. Um, Dap, so he's in the West Division. The East Division has a three-way tie. Dap will invite us to the gated community. I don't know, man. He might not. I might, you know, he might. I might not be invited, man. So we got. Uh, let me see. ATL and Jones, we trust. Team Odom and Fife in the Pips. So they are three and two in the in the East Division. I am two and three in the East Division. And where is Bowtie? What is your te- what is your team name? Oh, uh, my my team name is Lights Camera Action. Okay, you you two and three as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we're both. You know, we are we are fighting it out not to be last. <laughs> well, actually, we are last. Yeah. We're tired for last. So. I, I was gonna say, I think we tired for last. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, man, this, this is this has been a terrible fantasy football season for both our fresh. I tell you, but, that. all three of my leagues just just trash. Yeah, I got smoked last week. So yeah, but the thing is, we're in we're a twelve team league, so it's a challenge trying to find players. But the winner of the league will get a grown man that should be. So that's dope. Appreciate everybody, and that and that and this cost is free ninety nine. They ain't have to pay anything to get in. If I if you don't live in here because we got somebody in a from ATL, I will make sure you get it shipped. Then we'll make sure I DM all the information to you. Or if that wins, I will just drop it off at his house or whomever. But uh, yeah, you're not gonna be able to get there, bro. I'm <laughs> gonna release the hounds when you pull up. Oh man, well not. I'll just <laughs> hey, I'll just I'll throw it over the I'll throw it over the gate and he can come pick it up at at his leisure. But you know, as long as I know, is my team will be what it needs to be, man. So. 
Hey man, so let's uh as as we transition to some something else, man. We we're talking about here. Let me pull out my, my handy notes, man. So the homie Takashi. Now we talked about Takashi snitching on the last on the last episode of the Grown Man Ish podcast. Now I was reading something yesterday though. They said he got like a ten million dollar record deal to do do two yeah, albums. Yeah, saw that. One in Spanish and one in English. Do you think the homie Takashi's gonna be out here screaming and hollering about snitching in his music? Uh, uh, who who knows? I, th- I don't think that his music is going to be as probably as brash as it was because now he's lost a lot of that credibility <laughs> due to the snitching. Um, I think he's going to have to to shift and and take a little bit of a turn, you know, for, for the type of music he makes. But you know, who knows? Maybe he's going to still embrace it and you know still try to gangster it on out. I don't know. I know he that, still uh, what's, that what's the little rapper Trippy Red? I know yeah. Trippy Red still been still been at his neck so. He's gonna have to probably respond to that, you know, either in Spanish or English. But <laughs> Spanish. I don't know. Yeah, Spanglish. Yeah, but the thing is, Takashi, it wasn't like he was like rapping, rapping where he could do like a like a one eighty turn. You getting off the lyric, man? He gonna be out here screaming. Yeah. He took the gang down. He probably gonna be talking bad about Shady and all them, and hollering and screaming and everything else. Talking about he snitched to save his family. Oh, this is gonna. I never listened to his music before, and that's just it is. Some music ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm 37 right. years old. Oh, yeah. so, I'll, so some stuff, even when it came out in the 90s, wasn't for me. And the damn show, the 2019 stuff, is not for me. But, that, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Like, you know, like. Hey, man, how do you. So let me ask you this. What, what do you think your guy Bobby Schmurter has to say about this? Because, you know, uh, you know, Bobby, Bobby vouched for him a little bit. A lot of folks mess with Bobby. And now, you know, uh, this happens. I know, uh, Bobby, I know Bobby's still locked up, but. I don't know about Bobby. Man, this, is setting, this is setting. No, actually, this is gonna set Bobby up to to get paid when he come out. Cause Bobby didn't rap. Bobby took yeah. more time. That would be like you and I get into some trouble, and you and I and I take more time, so you don't. Have, I take like two extra years, so you don't have to do like seven. Yeah. Like I mean, that's gonna set Bobby up. To Bobby Gray be the man coming out. Yeah, uh, it'd be, I mean, actually, I mean, I know it sucks, and you know, there's a code of ratting, and I'm, and that's not. Both times are on street guys, but the fact that Takashi talked all this cash shit, he invited so many yeah. gentlemen to his, to his, to his, to his, to his uh, private parts, and talked all this gang shit, and then, and then, you know, they got you on there talking about how scared you are, and you ratting as soon as you get the opportunity. So for yeah. Bobby, dog, it's gonna work out. Hey, man, Bobby Gray, you know. He, Bobby Gray blow up when he come out. I think Bobby come home uh, next, next, in the next 2020. I think Bobby come home December yeah. 2020. So shout out to Bobby. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting, man. Hey. I wonder Takashi. I still wonder Takashi is still gonna have all the different color hair. Just yeah, well, go, yeah. Go back to black. Yeah, Embrace. Well. I think he, or, or will he come out kind of like like a pit bull type? You know what I mean? Just like totally flip it up. Just be something different. Yeah, man, I, I I don't know, dog. I I, just, I can't I can't yeah. do I can't do with I can't I can't deal with Takashi, man. That rat stuff, man. Not even like being a street dude or anything like that. It's just, dog. Stand by what you say. Hell, the girl JT yeah. out the city girls held a damn more than Takashi. She did her damn time like a damn G and then came out had a song, kept it moving. <laughs> so shout out to the homie JT. But man, so hey, one one last thing I want to talk about, Bowtie. Man, have you seen these? I was looking at something. You ever heard of that website called Uprocks? I have not. All right, so they did like a best album. That's one of they did the best thirty uh, hip hop albums of twenty of, of two, since two thousand ten. I wanted to get your get your opinion on a few of them. So okay. let, me, let me go through. Sorry, two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. All right. So 
I didn't, this is not on, this is kind of freestyling, but I want, I saw it earlier and I wanted to get your opinion on it. So let me, let me go to the, to the couple at the top and then see what you think. So now does this, while you, while you, while you looking at that, does this encompass this just straight rap or like, does this include R and B and hip hop? No, this is no, like, This is set from what it says. It says hip hop. So okay. I'll start. All right. So number one, they said Drake, if you're reading this, this is too late. So this one, I guess it's had one riding through the six of my woes and all that type of stuff. That the one that had it? I can't. I'm not I a big Drake so. fan. Then number two so. was Young Thug, Barter Six. It's like, I don't yeah. think. To me, there's been other Young Thug's albums that were better than Barter Six. I think the last one's better than Barter Six. The la- I was just about to say that. The last one is like way better than Barter Six. Yeah. I even like Thugger Girls. Yeah. So uh, okay. All right. So the third yeah, one, is, third one is uh Kendrick Lamar, uh Section Eighty. The fourth one was Lizzo. I didn't think Lizzo was hip hop. I thought she was more pop. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I thought Lizzo was more pop. All right. So you got. So I'm just kind of reading through, man. Should we go through all of them? Yeah, man. Might, right. might as well just, just 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 fire them off real quick. We'll all right. On the all right. Future Hendrix. Uh, number six, Life of Pablo. Number seven, Two Chains, based on a true story. Uh, number eight, Rhapsody. Rap, huh? I said I ain't never heard that one. That two you know, one. You never. I, I think that's. I think. I, I think that's the one that had birthday. It's your birthday, girl. It's your birthday. I've never, no, I was only. A, I, I was a Titty Boy fan, not a Two Chains fan. Like his early stuff with with DTP, I was cool with. I've I've not been a big Two Chains fan since then. I mean, I'm not saying he's garbage or anything like that. I'm just saying I've never attached on to his music, so I don't know. All right, I just want to do, just want to, all right. And Eve is number eight. Uh, number nine, Mac Miller swimming. I think that's the one he dropped before he passed. Uh, number number ten, Tierra Whack. I've heard she's dope. I just haven't listened to this. It's called Whack World. Uh, number eleven, Pusha T, Daytona. I like that. Yes, sir. Uh, number twelve, Isaiah Rashad. I know he's from TDE. I don't. I my, my lady likes yeah. him. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say he's pretty solid. Yeah, Sil- I think it's called Sylvia Demo. I don't know. I think that's what it's called. Um, pronounce number thirteen, Big Crit, Return of Forever. So I think that's the what. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let me see here. Kamaya, Good Night in the Ghetto. I don't know what that is. Uh, Vince Stables, Big Fish Theory. That's fifteen. Number sixteen. I I I know Vince Stables. I don't remember what's on there. Uh, sixteen YBN Corday, his album was dope. Um, that boy, yeah, that looked that, that I think looked you were trying to, you you were trying to you were trying to put me on to him. I haven't listened to that though. But yeah. I remember you mentioning him. Yeah, yeah, he like he can rap rap. He's super dope. Uh, seventeen, some dude named Saba. Haven't heard of him. The Roots, how I got over. I don't remember what was on that one. Uh, Killer Mike, rap music. Number nineteen, I mean number twenty, Travis Scott. Eh, not really my thing. A lot of his songs to me sound the same. Danny Brown, I know who he is, but I haven't really, I ain't never listened to one of his projects. Number, tw- number 22, No Name, Telef- I don't know who that is. Damn, what the- number 20, 23, uh, 21 Savage and Metro, Boom and Savage Mode. I think I listened to this, but I don't know what it is. Uh, 24, Drake, More Life. Uh, and that's not, I'm not a big Drake fan. Uh, 25, Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom. That's the one, the album before. I like mm-hmm. that one. Yep. 26, Life is Good, Nah, I like that. Yeah, number, yeah. 20, number 27, Joey Badass, All-American Badass. 
I know Joey Never Badass. haven't listened to I was I know who it is, but I haven't listened to that. Uh Two Chains, Rapper Go to the League. I like the not the one, but I like the uh the one with the the uh the one that came before his last album, before this one. The one that had the uh, pink trap house and all that stuff. I like that one better. Uh let's see. De La Soul, the Anonymous Nobody. I haven't listened to that. And lastly, Childish Gambino because the internet. So yeah, that was it was it was an inter- that was just an interesting list. You know, we Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing a lot of stuff I just ain't you know, I'm not with, you know, it's nothing to force all you know artist i'm just having i haven't checked it out man so just like people have been talking about that that ti list and i like to listen to ti's podcast that he didn't make the list i think they were just the list was out so I was gonna say, I thought some, yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna say i don't think that that was one he made i thought it was something they talked about yeah because you had to listen to it he was like nah, ain't no way that kanye should be rated above nas which is not because you know people kind of had great albums but he was people writing them people writing them, them lyrics for him so you know, right. I don't know, man. It's just, you know, but then again, when it comes down to like greatness and list and everything, maybe one day you and I'll do that. I think it has to be some criteria put in because, you know, you oh, can yeah, say definitely. like who's the best lyricist or who what moved the culture more or something like that because people were offended about Nelly. Now, if you're talking about the culture, I mean, you and I, we grew up in a, tel- uh, in a time where Nelly was like on top. People will never really understand yeah. how, how much Nelly was the man. Whether you loved his music Nelly or hated was him, man. You, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't get away from it. Hell, you hell. Both times I seen that dude in concert when he did uh, you know, what was that damn, what was that damn song, uh, Country Grammar, yeah, and all that type yeah. of stuff. So shout yeah. out to Nelly. And then, well, like I said, we saw we saw him when Country Grammar was the only thing that anybody knew. Because I remember yeah. when we saw him in a concert. He done EI and a couple yeah. of those other songs, and it, I mean, people rocked with it, but nobody knew what it was. Yeah. And then it got hot on the radio. It was like, well, damn. Like, yeah. I remember seeing this cat before he really got big like this. So, yeah. Oh, Ellie, really? Ellie you saw him, you saw him, boy, you saw him before he got, you saw him before he got big. All right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> wow. Whatever. 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 Strokes your ego, man. But hey, both times, we're going to ahead and close this on out, man. Give us a positive word to think, you know, to end the week off with. Hey, so something to, something to end the week off with going into the weekend and just kind of end the year 2019, something I want to resonate with you. Um, the, the, what, what I got for you is this. If you're afraid of struggle, then you're afraid of growth. You have to go through it to get to it. So that's just, just a little something to think about. I know that a lot of people I know have had a difficult 2019 in many different ways. Um, a lot of people have overcome it. A lot of people are still stuck in a lot of things that they're going through. Um, so that's just a little positivity to, to know that you got it. You got, you're going to struggle. All of us do at some point in time, whether it's, you know, emotionally, financially, spiritually, whatever, we're going to face it. Um, just know that, that, you know, you can overcome it. You just got to stick with it keep your head up, keep striving for, for what your goals are. No doubt, man, because it's definitely needed because 2018, 2019 have been a beast. But, you know, yeah, like we, we still here. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all for rocking with the podcast. You know, we saw we had a little hiatus here lately, but uh, we should be back on track. I know one day I have to work in a couple of weeks because I will be I will be in the town of Bloomington, Indiana, working, working, working. But uh, we definitely will make sure we get some podcast in and we'll get some funny stories. So hit us up. Grown Managed Pod on Twitter, Grown Managed Podcast on Instagram. You know, hit both both sides. Give them give them your handle for this for Twitter. Uh yeah. Uh, Twitter is at or at Bowtie underscore Fresh or no or at underscore Fresh Bowtie. Sorry about that, y'all. Sorry about right. that. And I am Bill Bro Inc. And I guess I probably need to eventually change my Twitter handle to something else. This something else since I'm transitioning to do different things. But y'all, send us send us something. Remember, rate, review, share, and we'll holler at y'all next week.
Bye, peace, y'all.